Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. praying to mercury please be gracious i i i really didn't have a doubt even though you know like i'm always a little suspicious of you know what's what's gonna go but i i've been talking to the the higher overlord of our soul family and saying okay this is an important message we need to get this out today that's right (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So much is going on. My goodness. Oh my God. So I know we want to talk about Mercury retrograde today because that's coming in um, on the 30th, even though we're already kind of in it. I feel like we've been in it. I started to notice little things starting to pop up like a little over a week ago, like the telltale signs. So um, I know we're kind of already in that energy. So definitely want to talk about that today. But I know there's a lot of other players in the sky right now. And, you know, what's funny is as much as I as I have my astrology addiction, I haven't been paying as close of attention this month as I normally am. But when I went in to take a look at what was happening with various planets hitting different signs and things like that, I was like, oh, my God, like these are the messages that have been coming through in my channelings and, you know, like the the dark horse. I kept pulling that black unicorn card over and over again, which I, you know, when I first pulled it, I was like, oh, this is very Plutonian, you know, like that's what I was thinking. But that was weeks ago. And then I pulled it again and then read about the Mars Uranus connection in Taurus. And I was like, Oh my God, the, 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 the you know, so there's all kinds of really interesting things um, going on in the sky right now. And I think that, so <clears throat> being the intuitive astrologer that you are, I'm really curious about what you have your eyeballs on, like the things that you're watching um in conjunction with the the retrograde that's coming in and just kind of wanting to set the stage so people have this greater visibility and this greater understanding of these other energies that are coming in and and kind of either really manipulating us towards one thing or just gently nudging us to go in another direction um and what people can be doing to best work with this stuff that's going on Interesting. I, I I love that you said this or that, like gently or nud or strongly nudging. Um, and I would probably lean towards the latter of strongly nudging, but um, but but it can be quite confusing because we're being nudged from many directions. Pluto is definitely involved. Um, I love that you ended up picking back up on that energy because um, 
you know, Mercury conjunct Pluto a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know about you, but I know a bunch of people were suffering from headaches. I had migraine for three days straight. Um, and I mean, it had me so it had such a grip on me that I didn't even think to do my own healing work. <laughs> like it was just like, oh, I need to shut in. But um, there's a lot of players I'm keeping my eyes on. But um, what I did was I prepare like, uh, let's look at the next few weeks and how that lays out because it's it's a story, right? It's this energetic story. And first and foremost, I kind of wanted to put out there because we're both healers. We have this incredible aspect in the sky right now that lends to really powerful and very deeply transformative healing work. And you know that this weekend I went through my own personal, you know, healing experience on Saturday. Thank you for being my witness. Of course. Um, I'm still detoxing from that, by the way. Oh, my God. I had yes. myself a good, hard rage cry in the shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's after I, that. I got in bed, like right after class. I got in bed and stayed in bed thinking I should be doing this or should be doing that, but no, I should be just like soaking in this experience. And I have to say that I woke up yesterday like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and um, so I'm feeling really good. And so I really wanted to share that message because when I saw it in the planets, I also woke up this morning thinking I'm gonna give myself a healing for something that's been weighing on my mind. and. I, when I saw the aspect today, I was like, oh, today's the day. Um, so what I want to say to our audience, anybody um, here with us live now or checking in on the replay, even if you can't get in a healing session today, book today because the intention matters. Um, whether you book with Jenny, myself, or another healer in your life, today is a powerful day for deep, transformative healing work. Um, so I, I wanted to start with that because... Uh, you know, at, at, at the heart, we are healers. Um, we want to inform about the energy, but this is why, right? <laughs> and, and, and let's make sure that everybody knows that, you know, as far as the healing modality that you choose, just go with whatever your gut tells you first, because talk therapy is still healing. Mm -hmm. Acupuncture is healing. Going to see your GP and getting your blood test, you know, your blood drawn, going and, and having an astrology reading or booking with your favorite psychic medium or going for like whatever it is that you choose, having a massage, going for a float, like just pick where you're drawn first because our energies are all over the place right now. And That's so right. whatever is going to satisfy your need the most, go to that. Exactly. And so then I am um, in looking at tomorrow, we have, um, you know, we might start feeling some restlessness. And um, I just want to put that out there because, you know, as energetically sensitive beings, we might pick up on that energy. There might be there might be feeling like a big need to change something. But what? Um, and that's OK. Just be in the feelings with the cancer moon, be in the feelings and and, and notice how um, you're being directed, where your attention is going, even if it's scattered, write the words, kind of like we do free writing, right? Just write, write random words on the paper because we're all, all these different energies coming at us right now are all clues, okay? Um, and that's why I said it's not, it's not so much of a gentle guidance, it feels stronger and more powerful and it can at times feel quite jolting but it's coming from different directions. And um, so for tomorrow, just check in, use your intuition, 
Self-care is of the utmost important this week for sure. Hi, Marianne. And if I miss saying hello to anybody before, um, I apologize for that. Um, okay, so the next big event we have this week is the full moon in Leo. And there's a ton of energy around this full moon in Leo. Now, one of the reasons why we're feeling all of this stuff going on is because we have this backup of planets in the one sign of Aquarius right now. And Aquarius is kind of a change maker, you know, the, the humanitarian concerned with the collective as well as seeking independence and freedom. So you've got that kind of interesting duality there. And it's called the wolf moon, right? This one that's, that's coming, is this the wolf moon? I don't pay, I don't pay attention anymore to those names. It's something that I used to observe, but now I'm just so into the, the, the astrology that I, I'm more, I'm more marrying myself to the planets at this time. I'm not really sure. Um, and don't want to speak to that if I don't know it. Um, but, uh, the backup of planets in, in, um, Aquarius, and now we have the moon in the opposing sign of Leo, which is a very bold and energetic, fiery, passionate sign. We've got a lot of, um, we've got a lot of, a lot of things that we could be feeling with this. So I'm going to go through them rather quickly because, you know, we're on limited time um, and there's other things to get to. But um, the one thing, one of the things that I wanted to say, and I'm just turning my head to look at my notes, is that no matter how things feel, remember, this is all part of assembling a bigger picture. That's Aquarian, the bigger picture, the broader perspective, um, the collective energy. So. Um, you know, it's, I mean, Aquarius is like the sky above us, being able to look down and see everything at once. So trusting that everything that we're feeling and going through right now is really a part of the assemblage that we are growing through and evolving through. Uh, you may be feeling a need for some attention with this full moon. And I don't mean in a self-centered way, but a need to be enjoyed, a need to enjoy. So scheduling some time to really feel and take delight in pleasures, um, to feel loved, to feel valued and appreciated by our loved ones and friends, a need for fun, maybe a party, a get together. And I know that these things can be really, really hard. That's kind of part of it, you know, this opposing energy of, um, of, you know, expanding and then back to the self. Um, but finding the ways to really enjoy yourself at this time of the full moon that's happening on i don't know that i said it it's on the 28th and it's happening at nine degrees so for those of you astrology lovers that know your planetary alignments where your planets are if you have planets at nine degrees or within a few degrees you're going to feel all these energies more intensely and the further away you get from nine degrees you feel a little a little bit less but that doesn't mean you're not feeling it um okay then um, in addition to that, like, the, you know, that, that's the good stuff, right? Like, right, try to find a way to enjoy yourself. Try to find a way to celebrate. This is an opportunity for us to observe um, also, you know, when we're, we're looking at the self-work, the, um, the self-reflection, and that's, you know, what full moons are about, releasing, seeing what needs to be seen, and then releasing it. What are the obstacles to your confidence and leadership right now? That's what Leo represents, confidence and, le and leadership. So what are the obstacles to that right now? You might be feeling quite a few, and that's okay. Again, it's part of it. The challenge challenges are showing up for us. It's not happening to us. Hi, Maru. Hi, Raph. Um, okay, so 
You got to have the courage, even though you're feeling these obstacles. Leo the lion is courageous, right? So even if you're taking just one small step, and it doesn't have to be an action step so much. It doesn't have to be a bold action step, even though we think of Leo as bold energy. It just needs to be a step, and it could be a step in the self-reflection. It could be um, the acknowledgement of something. But what do you, what can you, how can you express your courage? It's a time to revisit, and this might be the steps. It's a time to revisit what brings you joy. What brings you joy? What, what stirs your fire? Okay, what is your passion? What are your passions? Um, whatever lights your fire, this is the time to revisit that. And again, you know, astrology, it's, it's a story. It's day to day. You know, it's something that we look at day to day. It evolves day to day the same way we do. Okay. So you want to be looking at that right now so that as the coming events are, 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 are occurring, it's, it's all clues, right? Um, so reuniting with your passions. What is it that you could be creating, right? If you're feeling obstacles in one direction, what can you be creating? Where can you put your creative fire? Where can you put your creative energy? And when you spend time revisiting these things, you're putting yourself in your heart space. And that's, that's where Leo sits, the heart. So that's where we want to be. That's what we want to be aligning with. And, um, and, and definitely looking at those obstacles and trying to release them. And, um, and then, you know, it's interesting, Jenny, that you mentioned this um, Pluto energy that you're picking up. We've got a Pluto-Venus conjunction that's also happening on the full moon. So this full moon is loaded with stuff. Oh my God, no wonder I've been a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, I've been a disaster as you witnessed on Saturday. Like, um, you know, just very emotional, especially, um, you know, when you're in, you're in a position like uh, we are putting ourselves out publicly and developing these, these intense relationships with people, you know, as healers, um, it's really intimate. And that's what Flu Venus and Pluto represent intense relationships. So we might, you know, we might start experiencing more intensity in our relationships and keep in mind when I'm sharing these things, you might be feeling them already. You might start mm -hmm. feeling them on Thursday. You might start feeling them a few days from Thursday. Again, it all depends on where, you know, where these, um, these aspects hit your chart. And so it's not an exact day and time, although it can be. Um, so there's that intensity in relationships and Pluto, you know, Pluto likes to reveal stuff as we've seen, you know, as it sits in Capricorn, continuing to reveal things about our country and our politics and our laws and structures and old paradigms. Um, so it's Pluto is now, you know, revealing things in our relationships, business relationships, intimate relationships, all kinds of relationships. And some of these things might not be things that we want to know. They might not be things that we're comfortable hearing and finding out. And they might downright make us mad. And, and that's okay. Just taking some space, knowing that that's a possibility. Prepare yourself for taking space and remembering that when Pluto is involved, it's an eruption. Okay. And so that can be something that you give into and, and react. And when you do, I caution you, Pluto can destroy, right? So relationships can definitely be destroyed when we don't listen to, um, 
when we don't listen to our advice, you know, we don't take our medicine for Pluto, which is to actually dig deep within instead of burst outward. I Can we talk about that that for a second? Because yeah. I know that, well, toward, at the beginning of the year, when I was um, starting to look at just the energy of the year in general and, you know, some of the things that we will be flexing muscles around, you know, this year, um, I mean, January, I almost feel like January gave us this sneak peek of what we're going to be doing all year long. It, it's been such a dynamic month. But one of the things that I was picking up at the beginning of the month was this um, this energy of existential crisis. So it's like we're, we're watching these things happen in our physical world around us. But there is this really deep restructuring going on inside that is i mean i it's even happening for me and and it it's a big struggle for me because of the part i play in other people's lives of, of right. trying to organize and 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 focus and and counsel and you know all of that but these huge doubts popping up that have kind of like this is what i consider like the the thing that pops up that blind spot you know it's like all of a sudden it's like i thought i had this handled Mm -hmm. I really thought that I was deeply on my path, that I was well grounded in my beliefs, that, you know, I, I was able to really detach from the extremes and kind of land in this neutral zone. And now I'm finding that's not quite, I'm not quite as anchored in that as I thought I was. And it as soon as I started to explore all those questions coming up for me, and then, you know, I am a very martian person you know well i'm martian and plutonian at the same time but um i you know having this going to see what mars was doing seeing that mars was with uranus and taurus and this taurian energy trying to ground me in these doubts has been very difficult and then all like clients popping up and saying i, I don't even know i don't know what to hold on to right now like everything yeah is being completely wiped away. I'm questioning everything. I don't know what to believe anymore. Can we talk about that a little bit? Because I know there's sure. quite a that I, mean, I, I definitely have an aspect to talk about. <laughs> um, and I'll jump to that. We can finish up on the full moon um, after if you'd like. But um, we have um, coming up and you know, you're, you're an intuitive. And so you can feel it. And you're also, you know, very mercurial right so mm -hmm. that um that you know like myself so we pick up on these things and we pick up on these things as, as you said january being a really um interesting month foreshadowing a lot it's true and i think it's easier for mercurial people to pick that up because mercury was going through everything <laughs> mercury met all the planets and said hello what are you lending me and you know you know as as i mentioned the the plutonian conjunction with, with with mercury as well like it was hitting all those planets and yeah um i hear you and i feel you and i think oh look at our other light workers on here they're they're everybody's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah joan is like i'm crying right now hi joan yeah it's the the mercury and and it was a foreshadowing because Mercury is the planet of the lower mind, right? It's the, the planet of our, our actual consciousness, how we think, how we communicate, and it hit all the big players. And, 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 the, and those big players are, you know, they're power players. They're not just big, they're power players. 
and they're all, they were all preparing us for the conjunction, um, not the conjunction, but the square that's going to be happening on February 17th, um, the Saturn squares Uranus. Now, you and I um, talked in our, in our last um, you know, podcast or whatever we call it, um, had talked about this being <clears throat> a year five. And um, I remember saying to remember that year five is also um, meaning change and adaptability. And I think that if we anchor into those words um, this year, we'll be, we'll be better off. Rather than thinking of anchor, change and adaptability needs to be our guiding principle because that's what that square um, does. And it occurs three times this year. I have written down the other dates. Let me see. So you said this is coming in like towards February the end of Mercury 17th, retrograde? February 17th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right, right during Mercury retrograde. So the retrograde is going to give us some practice on, on flexibility and adaptability. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but so the, the, the Saturn and Uranus square is really about structure versus freedom structure versus change and so that's the theme of the year and i actually did write in my notes like let's remember that this is a year five this is the planetary force that is behind the numerology numerology universal year of five that we are now in it's structure versus change and we're feeling that internally and we're going through it as the collective um you know saturn is in aquarius again for, for the sign of, um, you know, our friendships, our networks, our community, the the collective energy, the higher perspective, the the the, the also the eccentric, um, which is um, something I want to talk about. How Mercury retrograde is uh, is training us, um, as you as you put. But you know, this this Saturn square um, Uranus happens three times in the first meeting is on the 17th of february so that's a date to put down um definitely observing the things that are occurring um around structure and freedom uh structure and independence structure and individuality um uh also our resources you know uranus is in the sign of taurus which represents our resources so um i wouldn't be surprised if there's you know, we're still struggling. We're still figuring out how to adapt and change in this new way of supporting ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, so it's, that's, that's what we've been gearing up for. And then we're going to, you know, whatever challenge arises near or around February 17th, we're going to feel similar challenges two more times throughout the year. And that reminds me that you um, were talking about how, what you thought you knew, what you thought you were anchored in, you know, and what I tell my clients is we're always peeling back the layers of the onion. I, I don't know if we ever finish that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, I had a manager back in my corporate days who pulled me aside and said, Charlene, you know, you're getting in at 7am and you're not leaving until 630 at night. We appreciate your hard work and dedication, but the inbox is never going to be empty. And that, I mean, when I tell you that was something that was said to me well over 25 years ago, <laughs> and it stuck in my head wow. because I, I looked at that and I was like, 
well. Isn't that a profound way of looking at life? The, you know, the inbox is never going to be empty. And so peeling back the layers, are we ever really going to be finished? I think what's really nice about this Plutonian energy, and I love that I just said nice about Plutonian energy, <laughs> because, you know, Lord of death and destruction. Um, but what it is, is this, it's this great revealer. And so if we are practicing our healing, if we are practicing our intuitive development, we are seeing those truths for ourselves so profundly. Um, not, not, not necessarily having it be provoked by another or an occurrence, but being able to pull it up from our own roots ourselves and that's powerful and that is also the positive end of pluto energies it's empowering so um so to take comfort that this is part of our evolution um that 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 dis, that that unsettling feeling of man i thought i was done with this let's just eradicate that <laughs> let's just get rid of that um you know we don't it doesn't do us any good to think that we're finished with anything because the moment we think we're finished with something we're actually calling in a much bigger harder lesson mm -hmm. <laughs> um so that's something to keep an eye on february 17th it repeats three times it's not something that i want people to be scared of because you know i'm not one of those astrologers that believes in um you know uh, you know it's awareness is key awareness is key awareness is key and when we're aware of these things we get to choose we we get to to work on how we choose to engage with these energies, right? Rather than being surprised and falling into our lower vibrations. Um, and Pluto energy will definitely pull us into our lower vibrations. And Uran Uranian energy can, can do the same because it's so sudden. Mm -hmm. you know, Uranian energy is very sudden. So you can expect something sudden. You can expect surprise. You can it can also be very exciting. It doesn't have to be negative um it could be that you've been struggling and all of a sudden you're offered the dr a dream job that you didn't even know you were dreaming um you know who knows so um so stay positive folks but be prepared sudden unexpected change um you know feelings of uh, a struggle between that structure and um and freedom um well, what I'm what I'm hearing in my head right now, I think it kind of goes along with what I was picking up last week around moving into this hero's journey, you know, like the where it, it truly is when you go into this cycle, it, it truly is your prayers being answered. It might not look exactly the way that you thought it might, but when this cycle goes into motion, it is literally your your prayers being heard and answered so because at the beginning of the hero's journey as you start to dip into these challenges there's always a teacher or a mentor or a healer or a helper that's introduced to help you on that path and then while you're down in there there's usually a couple more that pop up so you're fully supported before you hit death right before you really hit that transformational point of release and then you start to move into what's considered the gift of the goddess and atonement on the other side, where you start to truly experience a new level of love and light. And, and you can look back into that darkness and start to see the, the gifts. Um, and I feel like, you know, I feel like Pluto's playing more of that role this year than the, you know, the, the God of destruction, you know, it's almost like, mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much more in our duality 
or us being able to appreciate our duality. Let's say that. Maybe that's what the Aquarian gift was for us to yeah. be able to see that a little more. Yeah, it's all the action in Aquarius that's helping us to see the positivity um, for sure. Pluto's definitely still doing his work. He's definitely going to be revealing truths and destroying what needs to be destroyed, tearing down what needs to be torn down. And that's going to go on for another two years. Um, I had lunch with a girlfriend two weeks ago and she, she was joking about how heavy you know, January was, and she goes, here's to 2022. And I said, girl, 2024. And she was like, yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> and I was like, you've got your head in politics and all of that. Yeah. Just, well, know. I mean, astrologers have been saying that for a while, haven't they, Charlene? We wouldn't truly be able to enjoy the age of Aquarius until like 2024. We would actually be yeah. able to enjoy it at that right. point. But right now, we've got to do all the work. To get there, have to do all the work. It's absolutely <laughs> true, and it's it's good work, and it's 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 really good work. It's it's really going to be liberating. Um, but uh, I want to go back to something that you you were saying. You said prayers being answered, and then it doesn't always look like um, you you expect it to be. This the the challenges that are showing up are those unexpected. Not it not looking like what you expect it to be because it's not here yet. Things need to be realigned, and we are in that again change and adaptability year of realigning things. So we've set our vision, right? We had our Jupiter Saturn conjunction in December, and we kind of were like, "What am I even wishing for?" Right? Like I don't even know what I want this next twenty year cycle to be. Um, of course, we have in our chart some indications on areas to to um, to hone in on, but um, you know, as far as dreams being answered, that can bring us back to this full moon in Leo being oh. a very auspicious day. So, um, you know, I talked about the obstacles. I talked about um, you know revisiting your passions, your joy, so that you can return to your heart space because we've been through it, right? We've been through it. We don't, you know, we don't know what, where to put ourselves. Put yourself in your heart, and you do that by exploring your creativity, your passions, your leadership. Um, we talked about the Pluto Venus conjunction being in intense in, in in our relationships, perhaps secrets being revealed, and that this could be any type. Remember business as well, because Venus has a lot to do with our wealth and um, material possessions as well. Um, but then that also brings us to the fact that we have the Sun and Jupiter conjunction happening on that day as well. Um, so what I want to say about this is this is the day to make your wish list because <laughs> this only happens every 12 years, <laughs> Jupiter and the sun conjunct. So you want to be making your wish list because Jupiter is the planet of, planet of blessings. This is the planet of opportunity, the planet of optimism, joy, and hope. And so this is the, this is the day that you want to sit on this full moon with your wish list and you might also consider um what it is that you are visualizing not just for the next 12 years but for the next 20 years as well because because of the jupiter saturn conjunction that happened in december you know the story continues jupiter met saturn and now jupiter is meeting up with the sun which is the planet of the self i'm pretty sure my jupiter is in leo <laughs> So, are you so you might be having a Jupiter? I wonder if you're having a Jupiter return. Um, that is that even possible? No, 
<laughs> it, maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do the math in my head right now. Um, but Jupiter and Leo, that's nice. I would love to look at that later. Um, okay. So that Mercury retrograde. All right, folks, the shadow period started. Okay. That started mid month. It started on the 15th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, typically I tell people, you know, chill, sit back, pull back, you know, if you can put yourself in a cage, be alone with your thoughts. Um, but that's going to be really hard to do in this Mercury retrograde because it's happening in Aquarius and Aquarius is of the collective, right? Um, so what I, um, you know, I want to talk about the shadow periods. Shadow periods are real. <laughs> I know that there are astrologers that say that they're, that it's not real. I, I, you know, I, I, but I'm telling you they're real. Um, the, the seeds are planted in the shadow period. You get a glimpse of what's going to happen in the, in the actual retrograde in the two weeks leading up to it. Um, so who, you know, what kind of communication issues have you been having in the last two weeks? Uh, what kind of technology issues have you been having in the last two weeks? Um, how is your, how, how have you been functioning mentally in the last few weeks? What are the nature of your thoughts in the last few weeks? You know, everything around communication. Um, yeah, this is the time to be mercurial. I love that word. Perhaps I love that word because Mercury is my chart ruler, <laughs> as it is yours, right? <laughs> um, so that means, you know, to be curious, to, to learn, to, to take in everything. Um, and so Mercury retrograde is, 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 a, is a period in time where a lot of clues are going to be landing for us. As we talked about secrets being revealed with the Venus-Pluto conjunction, um, this Thursday, as Mercury retrograde continues, there are going to be more clues doled out and the story will continue. And you'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, this story's starting to add up. This is starting to make some sense. Okay. This is a time to check in with your intuition. Mercury being retrograde in Aquarius. Um, Aquarius is a very intuitive sign. <clears throat> so really good time to check in with your intuition. And you know, the clues that you're looking for are obviously going to be around your ambitions, um, as well as your role in the collective and independently, you know, because this is, again, Aquarius, the collective and independence, but our ambitions because um, Saturn's there too in Aquarius. I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited. Like you're, yeah. you're actually getting me excited. I'm not usually excited for Mercury retrograde, but I feel excited about this little. I get excited for Mercury retrograde. Time that's yeah. Coming up. <laughs> yeah, I get excited. I like people to get excited around Mercury retrograde. It's a real opportunity. I mean, Hey, it happens three times a year, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's, it, it's for us to evolve. Um, so you know, the general rules of Mercury retrograde revisit, review, and revise. But I'm going to take revise and turn it into revision. Um, Love that. <laughs> yes, because it's in the sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius, again, the higher perspective, being able to look at the bigger picture. So you're looking for clues to see the bigger picture here. Um, so take time. You don't, again, it's not the, you know, Mercury retrograde is not the time to make huge decisions, sign contracts or anything like that. Um, if you have to sign a contract, definitely, definitely, definitely 
cross your T's and dot your I's. And I would, um, I would strongly encourage you have someone very, very Virgoian <laughs> look over it for you. Um, and make sure they're in a good headspace to do so. You know, everyone is human. Lawyers make mistakes. Um, so keep that in mind in terms of your contracts. Um, but uh, what about things that were already in motion? Like, what if there were things that were were building before the retrograde period came in? Like finishing up things or completions of things. Yeah, definitely a time for completion of things. Um, and you can certainly. Uh, jot down ideas for new things, but I wouldn't take it any further than that. As far as things that were already in motion, anything that was in motion prior to the shadow period should be fine, but that still doesn't mean you shouldn't cross your T's and dot your I's and have, um, you know, have several people look over your things. Um, like even last night, um, I posted something, thought it was perfect. I reread it like seven times and there was a spelling error. <laughs> <laughs> that instead of that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, it's, 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 it's as a general rule, if it's prior to the shadow period, it should be okay. Um, but um, it's still mercury retrograde. And if you're typing things up now, it's, it's subject to, you know, the energy that's happening now. Um, but definitely the, the revealing of secrets, you know, Mercury tends to, um, you know, it's a bit of a trickster. It's why I messaged you at like eight something this morning to be like, mm -hmm. how are you doing this? Because <laughs> I wanted to be ready just in case, you know, knowing that um, Uranus is, is moving towards that square, <laughs> you know, with, with Saturn and, um, and Mercury uh, in this shadow period leading into retrograde at the okay, end of right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, tons of, you know, like, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop, like, <laughs> you know, um, so, so there's that. And um, what I did want to um, put out there um, is that I am hosting on Wednesday at 7 p.m. a half hour energetic tune up. So if people are feeling sensitive and vulnerable to the mercury energy and want to be able to align with mercury on its highest vibration that I'll be offering um, a, a half hour kind of meditation and, and healing. And that's uh, only 11 bucks and it'll be done virtually through zoom. So if anybody's interested in that, you get to do Are you doing a mercury wash? Yeah, I'm going to do a mercury wash and I've got the singing bowls and some tuning forks and, um, and yeah, so I'm going to get everybody jazzed up to, to ride Mercury on its high. Um, and, uh, so if that, if that's of interest to anybody, just DM me and I'll get you the information to register. Okay. So we're right around the corner from February. Um, and on February 1st, Venus moves into Aquarius. So we got yet another player in Aquarius. I mean, it's unbelievable. All of these planets moving into Aquarius. Uh, one of the things I wanted to say, for some reason, Venus is reminding me that while all that I mentioned is going on, right, um, and this the information is being dropped um, through Mercury retrograde, um, you know, with the clues, we also have like this really interesting dynamic in the sky. As I've mentioned several times, the planets are starting to pile up in Aquarius. And on this full moon, you've got the moon right here in Leo and all the planets are like kind of up here. And so, you know, there's just this real energy 
and, and the, the fact that they're all in Aquarius, I want to encourage you people to reach out to those people that you haven't spoken to in a while, reach out to the person you might not normally speak to, um, reach out to that eccentric, reach out to that, um, you know, that independent person, the, the solo person, the one that stands alone, um, you know, the kind of, kind of like me, right? Kind of like you, right? We speak this language and we're different from, <laughs> from yeah. masses um, because um, in reaching out to them, whether it's me, Jenny, or, or, or whomever in your own life, right? Um, that you haven't spoken to in a while. And, and it's, and, and it may be because they, they, for some reason, energetically, it feels like a little weird to connect. Because um, this person is the person that has some wisdom, will be able to shed some light, some perspective, um, you know, much like Jenny and I are doing right now, right? We're sharing perspective, we're sharing some light, and it might be quite impactful for you. Um, there are others in your life that you might not have had conversations with for a while and they just in share, ask them how things are going and, and just sharing something. It doesn't have to be a long conversation, but sharing something about their life may have a light bulb go off for you. And, um, you know, it's, it's this really cool mystical thing about the, um, you know, the independence, the Aquarian, the eccentric. Um, so be open to that kind of wisdom with Venus entering in Aquarius. Entering in Aquarius, we've got the unconventional friends, we've got the unconventional relationships, that different one that has the insights and the perspectives. Um, and, you know, that 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 is really, really, um, that's been something we've been prepared for with the asteroids um, involved that I don't, I don't necessarily speak about, but I know about. Um, we've been kind of prepared for that. The activity's already occurring. Um, you know, as we talked about the Pluto um, Venus conjunction happening and, and all that's happened to Pluto already. Then, um, then on the sixth, we have a big focus on relationships. Again, you might start feeling this beforehand, big focus on relationships as we do review, revise, reevaluate in Mercury retrograde. Um, this is a time where we might be spending more time on relationships specifically checking in with your in intuition um the uh chiron you know the healer is involved as as uh he is today um and so checking in with your intuition to to really feel who's supportive of you like who's really supportive of you in your life you know um like sharing the experience i had on saturday i don't i i had premonitions of it um, which was so weird because when I woke up on Saturday, I had no recollection of it at all until she said, Charlene. <laughs> and I went, oh my God, <laughs> um, hot seat. But, um, you know, being in the company of people that support you when you can be really, really vulnerable, being in the company of people that support you on your individual and very unique to you path is so important. And so this is a time when you might be evaluating that. You, you, may have, you may have started already, right? Like some of us sensitives has. I've been cleaning house this year. I posted it early in the year. 2021 is the year for healthy relationships only thank you so put an exclamation so, so Venus has us getting naked in february big time. 
probably yeah. in more than one way. Yeah, <laughs> definitely and definitely. Have some, you know, nice pleasure time on Thursday. That's right. <laughs> moon, Friday too, you know, keep it going. Um, and then, you know, of course, February 6th, it's like the week before Valentine's Day. Remember your pleasures. You're still in that, um, you're still in that full moon phase. So, um, yeah, so that's something I wanted to share. Um, let's see, what else? I only have a few more notes. Um, February 9th during that retrograde, you know, in the retrograde, we tend to see people showing up from our past. On February 9th, we might be seeing people show up from our past a little bit before, day of. I've had some people when I post stuff like that, like they'll be like, oh my God, nailed it. Heard from three people today. So um, watch out for that. It's not a bad thing. It's coming up for healing. It's coming up to help you move through something you need to, you need to heal or perhaps facilitate healing for that person. Um, okay, so February 10th. <laughs> Um, this is, this is a, uh, this is my heads up. Okay. And perhaps you might be feeling it with the vulnerability the day before or days before, because when Chiron is involved, uh, we do feel vulnerable. Um, this is a day when Mars squares Mercury. And so I am letting you guys know to watch out for some impulsivity and hot reactions to your vulnerability. Um, you know, Be careful that your words don't fly out of your mouth um, and you can't take things back. Um, so that's my heads up. You know, uh, water water would probably be really helpful that day. You know, really, you know, that I would say leading up to the 10th, start working with water energy as much as you can. Um, and um, it's actually really important right now in general because we've got all these planets in air and we've got where coming into the full moon in a fire sign. So water is very, very helpful in, in helping to maintain your energy balance. Um, but so I'm, I'm cautioning that, um, that whatever's rubbing you is rubbing for you. Remember, this is February 10th. It's a good, it's a good time that, you know, the days uh, around that to remember that what's happening is happening for us and that these hiccups are a part of the process of change for the better. Um, because when people challenge us, it's not, don't take it personally. Just don't, just don't take things personally right now. Um, then on February 17th, and did I skip, you haven't, you'll have a new moon on the 11th. Um, but, uh, on February 17th, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we touched on that cause you, you kind of guided us that way. Um, the Saturn square Uranus. So we do, we have a lot of stuff happening. January has been very eventful energetically, um, definitely a precursor to the year. I feel like the rest of the year will be easier than January was because we kind of had the energetic introductions. It was like, you know, we were being attuned to, okay, this is going to be addressed. That's going to be addressed. That's going to be addressed. And, and you're like, wow, I got to make adjustments and challenges to all of this. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, well, tell people, I, I know that there's there's a variety of things that you do um, to kind of keep people in touch with 
you know, like the ebbs and flows and, and as things are going. So um, I know you said you have something coming up this Wednesday, but generally what are you doing? Or are you, are you backing off for Mercury retrograde with your live events and things like that? What, what kind of calendar do you have coming up for people that need support? No, I'm not backing off. I usually do, but I'm not feeling that energy at all for this. I feel like it's really important for me to be out there um, with the Aquarian energy and where it sits in my chart. Um, it's very much, um, is very, uh, the equip, all that energy is in public life for me. It's, it's getting myself out there, being available as a teacher and a healer. Um, so I will be available. I'm doing virtual healings. Um, I'm doing virtual, lots of virtual healings. And of course the astrology readings and astrology readings can be really healing. Um, if something needs to be healed, it will come up for sure, because again, I'm an intuitive and my readings are, uh, very matched to the individual in front of me. So if the individual in front of me needs the motivation and inspiration on career, then that's what we talk about. It's, that's, that's what is, you know, screams on the chart. And if somebody needs to heal something that's been holding them back, that's what shows up. So, um. Well, I mean, from what you said, it sounds like that February 6th time period would be like absolutely ideal to reach out to your psychic, reach out to your astrologer to, you know, to get that little bit of a unique perspective, like digging into those deeper truths yeah. and um, the things that we're kind of having trouble sorting out. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like there was, if there was any time to dig into your, your star map of destiny and, and where your energy should be prioritized. Um, it would be now because I am feeling very much maybe that's the Taurus energy that's coming in that I feel like now more than ever, I'm being really, really pushed to prioritize my energy, my my beliefs, my my. I don't know. It, it's it really. And I think that a lot of the priorities, what it's so much easier to apply it to everyone else, you know, or the things that have to do with everybody else. But I'm really being pushed to prioritize my own boundaries, like my own stuff that's good for me and not for anybody. Else. <laughs> and, Absolutely. you know, that's where that's where I'm challenged because I'm such a service related soul. I'm always thinking of like, well, if I make that change, like, is that going to affect everybody else? And, you know, like I'm struggling in that right now to to be able to say, no, it's OK to put those boundaries down and prioritize what really means something to you. Um, and then everyone else will adjust when it's done in compassion and love for yourself. And it ripples out that way to everybody 100%, else. 100%, 100%. And yeah, you know, and it's funny that you would say that because I've had a few clients say to me, you know, it's, it's always nice to have returning clients, but, um, you know, with the astrology, but like, I've had a few clients say to me in January, can we do this once a month? <laughs> because, um, you know, it's things. Things are so unclear and we are juggling so much. So it is really an ideal time to like, um, you know, reach out to someone for help in organizing and prioritizing. Um, and, uh, you know, and astrology is a great tool for that. Um, it's, and this is a great time because in Mercury retrograde, you want to be pulling back and taking time for yourself. Of course, I'm going to be doing that. I'm not going to be pulling back from my work because that's not, that's not where the energy is for me, but I'm certainly going to make sure that it's balanced um, because, um, you know, Mercury and Uranus are conjunct in my birth chart. 
right conjunct my son. So it's really important that I, you know, honor the Uranian energy and the Mercury energy, uh, and and they're very sensitive energies. So they're sent and the, the they're the energies, excuse me, of the mind. So for us to be in this headspace, um, yeah, it's you know, you said I feel is it Mercury or is it Uranus? It is both. You know, Uranus is a, a big player this year. Um, a big player this year and uh and mercury is our consciousness um uranus wants us to reach into our higher mind reach to our higher potential and you know and many times it's hard for people to even fathom what that higher potential is you know mm -hmm. um even even the intuitives that come to me they're like really i'm like you can't tell me you never dreamed it. And they're like, yeah, but I didn't think. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, and now's the time. Now's the time to do it. Um, you know, Uranus, Uranus wants us to take big steps. Um, that's why it presents such a chaotic and jolting energy. It's like, uh. Um, so, uh, yeah. I and, you said, and you said Taurus, which is that five energy, has us like, asking ourselves the constant question, okay, I'm feeling pushed to do this. What are my resources? Mm -hmm. What's going to help me get there? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that earth energy that is doing its best to try to tether us down. Um, you know, I've been, there's been lots of focus inside of the things I've been talking about, about getting into your body. Um, like really, you know, I think that those of us who've been in those spiritual circles, I think there's, there's always this level of trying, of, of denying our humanness and having to always remind ourselves that we are human and we're having a human experience and that we need to make sure that we're, we're acting as such. Um, and, and even though our humanness is connected to this, you know, the, the egoic type thoughts and that, you know, the things that are coming up. Um, you know, reminding everybody that it's the, the ego can be retrained. It's not about getting rid of your ego because it's a really important part of our, of our consciousness here in the human realm, but, um, retraining the ego to work for you, um, and, you know, really getting down inside the body and supporting yourself on the, the body, the physical, the human level, um, I, we did a podcast uh, this past weekend. I did a podcast with Jennifer Kelly. She talks about the energy in food and really eat like that nutrition um, aspect of it and like eating to ground yourself and, you know, really making sure that you're supporting your body. I know I have to, because of my mercury or merc what did you call mercurial self? Um, I tend to have health stuff pop up during mercury retrograde. And so you know, I always really, really go to my, my physical resources during the Mercury retrograde to keep my body in balance. Um, so, I mean, but that's me personally that I, you know, I tend Mercury to have. Mercury in your sixth house? Um, no, I have Mercury in my, what house is, is Scorpio? Eight? I'm going to pull up your chart. <laughs> I have my, my sun, my moon, and my Mercury is all in whatever the house of Pluto and Scorpio is in the traditional wheel. Is that the eighth house? Oh, yeah. Eighth house. Aries. It's in Aries. It's in your eighth house. Hmm. So, yeah, my medical stuff, you know? 
it's it's usually the medical stuff that pops up for me. Um, so yeah, it's I'm always it's very focused for me to to um, take care of my physical body. So I actually have my my new exercise routine that I that I've been I actually literally scheduled it out to start like in mercury retrograde. So like, <laughs> this would be my almost like recording that energy for myself to replay, you know, throughout this year. Um, so, you know, it, it, I, it becomes very primary for me to, to take care of my body. Um, but you know, that's something I've been focusing on for everybody, not just, you know, myself, it being very personal for me, but, you know, to, to kind of counteract all of this, air and and head energy that's going on right now yeah absolutely that sounds beautiful um i in terms of um exercise and movement um what i was you know tuning into this morning was very much heart centered like heart chakra and sacral chakra um to stir up you know to stir up that sacral energy that creative energy and it's funny because the sacral um you know the eighth house and the sacral are intertwined um but um to stir up that creative energy to loosen up to free to lighten to inspire and then to have that heart-centered awareness and connection that's what um that's what i was tuning into this morning so we've got a question from joan is actually asking how do you retrain the ego um and it's simple. I mean, I could do a full hour on that. Um, but in its, in its simplest form, I think it comes down to identifying, um, you know, in life coaching, we call it the gremlin. Um, inside of psychotherapy, it's, it's you know, the pathology. It's the, the limiting beliefs. Um, it's those things that our ego uses. It's like you you aren't smart enough or you're not skinny enough or you're not good enough or whatever the ego has created a loop uh, a repetitive pattern of thought in order to keep you small and the whole purpose of the ego is is not it's not malicious it it is to put it's there to keep you safe so at some point in your life that limiting belief or that truth that the ego now uses to keep you in check in that way was created to protect you from trauma, to protect you from getting hurt again. And so it seems very counterintuitive, but that's what the ego is trying to do. The, the ego is trying to maintain control of your ultimate environment in order to keep you safe. Now, inside of all of this Saturn energy and like all, the Aquarian energy, like everything that we've got going on now that says break free from your limitations, right. People's egos are like, ah, like freaking out right mm -hmm. now. We're being pushed to set ourselves free from those boxes that we've been in for our entire lives and probably multiple lifetimes. Um, and so we're being very much challenged by our ego now of like those voices of doubt, those voices of question, the voices of fear, you know, like those kinds of things that make us want to turn and run in the other direction when in actuality we're we're probably like three steps from breaking those chains, breaking the karma, breaking, you know, breaking through to the other side. And so the simplest way to retrain your ego is get real clear on what your ego is trying to say to you. Like, what is the limiting belief? 
And then you create an affirmation that is the exact opposite of that. And then you have to create cognitive somatic experiences for, they say, 21 to 28 days to create a new belief, a new behavior, and a new reality that the brain can actually perceive because it needs time to make those new neural pathways that support the new reality. So this is why you see new diet plans, exercise plans, affirmations, meditations, like everybody's in that 21 to 28 day, 30 day pattern. Well, that's because it takes that long for the physical brain to actually say, oh, this is real. This is like a real thing we're doing now. Um, So that's in its, I mean, the most, the cliff notes of retraining the ego. And if you need support, there's hypnosis. Yes. Yes, there is. That's exactly and, what and, hypnosis is. It's it's determining the limiting belief and creating affirmations and positive statements while you're in that beautiful state of mind to get past that gatekeeper of the ego. And, and coming soon to the service menu for Charlene and I healing past life trauma. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I actually do past life healings. I just, um, it's a different method that we're learning together, which is really, um, I love it. <laughs> it is, it's pretty deep. Yeah. Um, so we, we've been online for an hour with you guys. Thank you so much. I've seen so many sets of eyes like rotating through here over the last hour. And, you know, it's the, an hour is like, you, you've only just scratched the surface, you know, of so much of this stuff. So if you're interested in learning more, make sure you're going to find and follow Charlene. Um, so, you know, the things, the calendar events that she has coming up or just go ahead and just book your reading because that's that's how you're really going to dig into what's going on right now. Pooling your resources, just like Charlene was saying, go back and look at your toolbox. What are you, what do you have that are your basic go-tos? Because if you don't have the bandwidth right now to go search out a new mentor or go search out a new modality, it's okay because more likely than not, Mercury Retrograde is going to bring up those things that you already do have that you can access or it's going to give you a very clear idea of what you're missing and and what you need to go search out um so it's not so overwhelming but go back to your fitness routines go back into your spiritual routines it could be as simple as five minutes of breathing each morning pull a card for yourself if you like doing that um set some new crystal grids for yourself if you like doing that um oh and the the thing that I wanted to to show everybody that I I'm I'm launching since I've been waiting to see what this is my my chakra my chakra sprays did so overwhelmingly well that I had people start actually reaching out and asking me for very specific things of like can you make that can you make that can you make that so I've got this little set that I am launching it's called my it's called the cosmic balance set um look at these little cuties they're they're so little and cute these little bitty bottles. This is the this is the new moon spray. So I've got a new moon spray. It's it's got your crystals in there. Um, I've got the the full moon spray that's in there, and I've got the Mercury retrograde spray. Awesome in there, and they all have the supporting crystals inside for the things that you need um, during those particular phases. Um, and the, the set is $33. Um, if you want it quickly, um, we can 
that you can come pick it up. I know not everybody is is near Stony Brook, but we can figure out a drop point if you want to do that. I can also ship them. There is very limited supply, so if it's something that you're interested in, I would suggest placing your order with me right away because I know they're going to go quick. Um, and then I'll probably restock, you know, in a few weeks. But there is limited supply, so if you're interested in having this little set, um, please reach out and let me know. That's awesome. They're so cute and also the you know the candles i mentioned um you know the one that i'm burning is from new moon beginnings but our friend christina amador is making her own candles now so you can go find her on awaken your goddess um i think she just put a put up a post about her mercury retrograde candles but access your like charlene was saying reach out to your counselors reach out to your healers um make this week about yourself did i miss anything no <laughs> okay. all right you guys um thank you so much for tuning in charlene thanks for spending this hour with me it's thanks always amazing um to connect and uh wishing everybody that's tuning in um or or listening at a later time um a beautiful week bathing in this powerful full moon and all of these other planetary connections that are going to be encouraging us to shift and make changes for our higher good um, over the next month. So thanks again, Charlene. Um, thanks for everybody that is that watched today. Bye, Krista. Thank you for having me, Jenny. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one -on -one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.